Life. Are you st- Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you know, life <laughs> not only finds a way, <laughs> but also it can be a tattoo with neat drawings inside. Did you know that, Adam? I do now. I mean, the body is a canvas, and, and mm. my canvas is currently blank. That's true. That's true. Mine is not exactly blank. It's it's blank sans one. Sure. Because uh, I have one tattoo that I got when I was 21 years of age that I do not regret at all. I really, really enjoy. And th- that doesn't mean that doesn't mean nothing, you know? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I saw something this week that honestly on another podcast i was like i'm gonna do that for our podcast Uh, oh yeah for sure why not you know famous basketball star of the boston celtics jason tatum which you don't follow basketball he's good at it sure i believe you okay he has a tattoo that i would suggest everyone look up but if you're not gonna it is the (laughs) word life and it is vertical And inside the letters, each letter has a portrait from a movie. Mm. And his are... It's an interesting choice. Yeah, his are interesting. Uh, In his L is John Q. In his uh, I is Hitch. Will Smith (laughs) and Hitch. So weird. Uh, In his third is Sidney Dean. And in his fourth is Dash from The Incredibles. Unbelievable. (laughs) That one took me by surprise. I think it would take anyone by surprise. Dash, out of nowhere, which to be fair, is on brand for Dash. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) That's good. So I pitched to you, if you were to get a tattoo, if you were a tattoo guy and you decided to recreate Jason Tatum, famous basketball star, of the Boston sure. Celtics, his life tattoo. What would be the four portraits from four movies? I suppose <sighs> they could be from the same movie. That would be insane, right? That, if that they would were be insane. four portraits from the same movie. <laughs> so we're going to go through each letter. We'll go back and forth and tell ourselves, you and I, yeah. uh, and also the audience, what would the portraits from the movies be in our life tattoo? This is a complicated premise. It is, and I'm going to make it a little bit easier on myself here. One, because I misinterpreted the directions. Um, How did you I, interpret them? So I didn't stick to just movies. I, I just kind of glossed over that fact. <laughs> oh, it was like the whole thing. Keep going. Yeah. So I did it on just um, thing like what I would put in if I had to put a portrait in a life tattoo that, that represents either my likes or things that I just resonated with, um, but it's not strictly to movies. To be fair, there's two that revolve around movies and TV. The other two I mean, do not. That's half. So Yeah, so we're halfway there. Pretty good. Yeah, you start. Okay, L is, is for, for the, way the way you look, look at me. me. <laughs> now, <laughs> the- before, you, before you keep going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> does it, does the L I F E have any indicate? Like, did you match them in any way, or is it just whatever you wanted to go first? No, I did it off of vibes. 
Okay. All right. Because I didn't. I just. I just picked the four things, and I don't care what order they're in. That's right. I, I I perhaps should have paid more attention to what the canvas allows. Like sure, the L is gonna is a different it, from an I. I is less canvas, you know. Yeah, but for sure, but for sure, I took none of that into account. If I'm being <laughs> That's honest, okay. <laughs> My L is George Clooney and mm. Brad Pitt in oh. Ocean's Eleven when they're yes. sitting at the bar. I love that. And George Clooney goes over the monologue of like, you think we need one more? Brad Pitt says nothing, doesn't even move, doesn't even blink. And George Clooney responds, mm, okay, we'll get one more. Yeah. <laughs> I love that movie. God, we've talked about that movie so many times on this podcast. You know, we should just do a podcast all about Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, the Ocean's Trilogy, honestly, because they all have good parts. <laughs> The best podcasts are about movies that are like 10 years old, 15 years old, that uh, someone sees in their timeline come up like HBO boys did Oceans 11. And then they'll be like, well, we should listen to that. That's a good point you just made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my first one is, uh, again, not tied to any specific movie here, but it would be um, I can't, I couldn't find the actual portrait I was trying to reference. So it is what it is, but it's a, it is a portrait of Quentin Tarantino and it's not him in character it's him as director Quentin Tarantino, because he is in fact my favorite director. So that okay. would be my first one. I, and again, in any order, it could be any of these letters. Can I make a suggestion as to Please. what portrait it should be? Mm-hmm. I don't think it should be a close up of Quentin Tarantino. Okay. I think it should be from the behind the scenes on Pulp Fiction when he is right off to the right of John Travolta and Uma Thurman also dancing. dancing. Yeah, I love that. That's great. Uh, that Because that's also one of my top probably three Tarantino movies. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Great, iconic. And uh, if, if it's not that, it will be the up close one because um, he has a very <laughs> specific look to him. Yeah. So, yeah. A face for radio, you could say. Oh, and, absolutely. Uh, it's your leg that you're yeah. putting life on, you know? Yeah, of course. It's your life. Sure. <laughs> for my eye, I'm going to have Philip Seymour Hoffman mm-hmm. looking up at the camera, surrounded by his twister friends. Oh, my God. With his hands in the air saying, This sucks. Food. Out. Oh. <laughs> food. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I immediately went to the suck zone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, suck zone is a good second place, but I'm going with food. And, no, that's uh, that's beautiful. Yeah, just because it's a, it, I think it paints a picture of the entirety, almost of the of the Twister cast. You know, minus the two main characters. Sure. Uh, <laughs> but Alan Ruck is in there. Yeah. Others. Yeah. No, that that's a great one. I, you know what, I I um. I wouldn't have even gone to Twister, which is a, a, a bummer for me, honestly, because that movie was such like a heavy influence in my youth. Like I remember seeing that in the theaters and it was like really intense for its time. And the way they filmed it was, you know, cutting edge. And uh, so that's a great one. I love that. Mm. What is um, your the next eye? One, oh, my eye. Or again, any letter, really. Um, Gosh, and I'm going to okay. stagger. I'm going to stagger the television one just so I don't talk. I don't front load this. Do you remember um, last week when we just would describe we were talking about how like I like rules? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Am I making you nuts right now? Your flippant 
feelings on like yeah. it could be I or anything really. Like no, sure, n- no, no, it's the I. <laughs> okay, fine. Well, for, for, for you, Ryan, it's the I. <laughs> oh, thank gosh. Okay, so mine would be a portrait of Ansel Adams. If you don't know who he is, he's a very famous black and white photographer, and he does national parks. That's like that was his thing. Um, and I want behind uh, him, uh, and and I didn't go into detail on which one specifically, but it would be Ansel Adams standing in front of one of his iconic photographs, and it will likely be the one from uh, Yellowstone. That's like his most famous one. We actually went to the site that this photo was taken from. It's the giant waterfall that we were really far away from. Mm. Um, so that behind him in black and white, because um, you know, being that he is a photographer and he's a very good photographer. And I also used to dabble in the photographic arts. Uh, he was um, kind of an icon. So yeah, for sure. Did, was that a selfie with him in the waterfall? No, that would be that. You know what? If someone could do an AI rendering of that, honestly, that would might be it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I laughed so hard that I smashed my head into the mic. If that's what <laughs> you guys heard don't just do that. <laughs> So I head butted the mic. That's what just happened there. Lovely. <laughs> For my F. Yeah. I would have in Lord of the Rings. Of course. There's a moment where Gondor calls for aid. And uh, per Gandalf, uh, the flames are lit atop the mountains. And all the flames light up and Aragorn sees them. And then he runs and he opens the door and he screams, Gondor calls for aid. And then it cuts to the king and he says after thinking for a moment and rohan shall answer that moment with his face when he says that <laughs> yes yes please that's what you want f in my f oh uh, yeah i mean oh it, i would be surprised if you didn't choose a lord of the rings thing okay yeah your tone there for a second was like how dare you you know oh no no i fully expected it and i would have been upset if you didn't okay yeah um, so for my F in your case, um, it would probably be in our case. We're doing together. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, to appease you, my, my F, cause I'm God. staying in order for you. Yeah. Just for you. I'm doing it for you. You know, thanks. You're welcome. Um, it's, it might be a little kitschy cause it is very new in pop, pop culture, but I, I feel like it actually has resonated deeply enough where I think I would do, I would do this if I had, you know, the opportunity it would be either the afc richmond logo or uh the the picture of ted lasso holding the soccer ball underneath his arm blowing the whistle okay with sunglasses on right it's not the sign the the afc sign no the believe oh the uh, the i believe sign um no no i think that's too like common for people who like ted lasso and for good reason but I like the character of Ted Lasso, not just his morals. So um, oh. I think to encapsulate, it would really, honestly, I'm leaning more towards it just being the AFC Richmond logo. Yeah. Um, but I, I I, would maybe throw in the side profile of Ted Lasso or something. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Right on. So F. He's for the way you, you look. You fart. No. Okay. Yeah. Crass. <laughs> Crass. My E mm. is going to be Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Is it from uh, Ocean's Eleven? 
No, that'd have uh, been funny though. Is it from been, The Martian? Yeah, yeah The Ocean's Eleven it. thing is like a way a good joke though. I should have done that. I know. <laughs> Forget about jokes. <laughs> no, okay. it's Matt Damon, but it's the back of him when he's in a spacesuit and he's looking out upon the Love red that. vista of the planet that he is uh, at the time currently stranded on, and uh, the monologue ab- uh, over it is is him saying like, "And I get to go outside." And look at places on Mars that no one's ever even seen before. And it's just like a slow pan. Thanks, Mr. Scott Ridley. And uh, it's that part. And it's all kind of brought down the vibes that is by him uh, saying it (laughs) within the uh, context of I'm going to die here. Yeah. (laughs) Oof. (laughs) Oof city, but he doesn't. Oh, no, I spoiled it. Oh man. Um no, that's a that's also a very good one. Um no, I I The Martian again, we've talked about that movie a ton on this podcast. It's it is yeah. one of the greatest movies of that generation for sure. Yeah, I bring it up. Yeah. A lot. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Um my E is going to end with a portrait of the famous Formula 1 driver Ayrton Senna, one of the greatest F1 drivers of all time. And you could arguably say this is from a movie or TV because there is a movie completely about his life called Senna. And um, so, yeah, we'll go with that. So I at least get three out of four. (laughs) (laughs) Was there an F1 race this week? No, they're done. They're they're on break until like March. They go into practice, I think. You don't get to talk about F1 enough and I have to go get water. I'd like you to vamp on F1 and your feelings about the subject for about 30 minutes. I mean, 30 seconds. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 30 <laughs> seconds. While while I go get water. Uh, yeah. By the way, sure. audience, you're welcome. Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> so uh, hello, audience. Uh, welcome to Adam's F1 Corner. Um, it is one of the things that I love dearly. I grew up watching it with my father, uh, who has been watching it since the 70s, 60s, 70s. I don't know. And um Ayrton Senna is one of the best drivers of all time, one of the most uh, prolific drivers of all time, and um, he sadly passed away on the racetrack in a race. He died in a very terrible accident, and uh, you know, it is what it is. You put your life in the live and the driving, but I absolutely love F1. Um, Michael Schumacher, again, you know, kind of one of the greatest of all time. Sebastian Vettel, again, one of the greatest of all time. Uh, I keep up on it. I watch it every race. I watch every race. I watch highlights. I follow social media. It is the thing that I enjoy. Some people really love football. Really love football. Follow the teams. Know the players. I really love F1. I follow the teams. I know the players. I know the drivers. Um, So that in kind of in a nutshell is my obsession, I guess, with F1. I even have a um, McLaren Lego F1 car on the wall next to me. And I love it very much. And just a really quick story, as Ryan hopefully comes back pretty soon because I'm starting to get tired of hearing myself. Um, I went to Miami with my girlfriend and we went into a Richard Milley store. And the only reason I know what that is is because of F1. It's a big sponsor, uh, a watch brand, a timepiece, if you will, Richard Milley. And we walked into the Richard Milley store and it was locked and we had to get the door opened for us. And a gentleman approached us and said, hey, uh, what can I help you with? 
And I'm like, you know, I can't afford these watches, but I've always wanted to see a Richard Milley in person. I'm a huge F1 fan. Would you be kind enough to let us see your showroom? And he let us in. And there was four watches on display. And the one that we looked at was $390,000 for that one watch. And it was pretty amazing experience. And I got to see the lounge where you could only go in there if you own a Richard Milley watch. I got to see the F1 stuff that they had on display. It was very cool. But I was very upset that they literally said, okay, have a great day and kind of shoved us out the door. So well, you didn't uh, buy yeah, a watch. Fun story. I didn't buy a watch. You're right. Um, but of course, me, Adam, uh, in a uh, a Marlin, uh, you know, Miami uh, button-up shirt, short sleeve button-up shirt and <laughs> khaki freaking shorts, <laughs> you know. Listen, man. Walking, hey, going to see your watches? <laughs> all the billionaires in Hawaii wear Hawaiian shirts. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Well, that's Hawaii, not Miami. <laughs> yeah, you're you wear right. white. You wear very, very tight white T-shirts if you're in Miami and wealthy. Yeah, that's a good point. It's not a good yeah. analogy. I agree. Well, that was a good vamp. I was here most of the time for it. I got water pretty quick. So yeah, I figured as much. <laughs> I was just letting you vamp, dude. Love that. Appreciate you. A milli, a milli, a milli. A milli, a milli, a milli, milli, milli. Let's talk about the trailers that we watched this week in oh, our segment so many. entitled The Trailer Park Boys with a Z. Boys. So uh, the first one I want to discuss is the one I'm most excited for. It is Civil War. Uh, oh, expected yeah. to come out April 26th, 2024. 20, uh, it is written and directed by Alex Garland. He also did... Uh, 28 Days Later, Ex Machina, and Annihilation. Brilliant. Brilliant. Uh, the synopsis for Civil War. In the near future, a team of journalists travels across the United States during a rapidly escalating civil war that has engulfed the entire nation. It stars Jesse Plemons, Nick Offerman, and Kirsten Dunst. Uh, th- th- it has a scene where Jesse Plemons, who I was getting heavy Philip Seymour Hoffman vibes from. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like he is we- is wearing camouflage and he has a semi-automatic rifle in his hands and Kirsten Dunst is looking at him like, can we go by you, please? And he's like, are you American? And uh, the journalists are like, I mean, yeah. And he's like, well, what kind of American? Which I think was dun, really dun. oof. Yeah. Oh. And the fact that you can clearly tell he's like one of those very strong out, like power hungry people. He's wearing red sunglasses that are very statement sunglasses. And he, I really like Jesse Plemons and I think he's going to kill this role. And, uh, cause he plays a really good bad guy. And, um, just the, the vibes of this movie are wild. And it's like that dystopian potential future, <laughs> sadly. And, um, yeah, this, I'm hyped for this movie. Another trailer that came out this week is Kung Fu Panda 4. <laughs> what a shift. <laughs> yeah, it releases uh, on March 8th, 2024. Uh, you know, uh, Brian Cranston's back. Jack Black is back. Mm. Aquafina's in this one. Sure. Justin Hoffman, <laughs> Ian McShane, Jackie Chan, James Hong. And I, gosh, uh, Kihei Kwan, Kwan, is that how you say his name? Yeah, um, he's uh, he's uh, short round. That's correct. He's also yeah. uh, Data in the Goonies, as well yep. as Waymond Wang 
in Everything Everywhere All at Once, an amazing performance in that movie. And now he is going to be in Kung Fu Panda 4, which, by the way, the first one came out 15 years ago. That's crazy. Doesn't that make you feel old and uh, crinkled? Yeah, Yeah, it sure does. Yeah, I watched. Are you excited the, for it? How'd you oh, feel yeah, about it? Hundred percent. I mean, I have only recently gotten into Kung Fu Panda. I did oh, a I uh, solo podcast this year about me watching all of the Kung Fu Pandas in one day. <laughs> Which you know, if that's your vibe. Oh my god! That's if so you funny. both like, if you like me, like too, like a lot. Like you have to. It all has to be a lot. And uh, also Kung Fu Panda, then it's made for you and then literally (laughs) no one else. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm always I'm always up for like a good animated movie and Kung Fu Panda has proven itself to be one of those. So I am I am also um, will play. I plan on seeing it. I I probably won't see it in theaters. I'll be honest. But um, yeah, I'll catch it when it comes out. Yeah, I will see it on video on demand. Sure, sure. The final trailer came out for Dune Part 2 this week. Yeah. Releasing on March 1st, 2024. Uh, We've been hearing about this movie forever. Uh, It has Timothy Chalamet, uh, who, by the way, his movie Wonka comes out uh, to the day in which you're listening to this. Yeah. Uh, Zendaya, Lee Sado, Austin Butler, Josh Brolin, Javier Bardem, Christopher Walken, uh, yeah, Dave Batista, Stellan Skarsgård, Tim Blake Nelson, uh, Florence Pugh. You know, huge cast, all star cast. Rebecca Ferguson um, as well. I mean, yeah, I will watch every one of these. I will watch them in yep. theaters. Yeah, um, Dennis Villeneuve is one of the most prominent filmmakers of our day. Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I mean, and, District Nine. He did District Nine, right? And Arrival, which I. Oh my gosh, I love Arrival so much. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, Sicario as well. Yep. He's a great, great sci-fi. Great. Yeah. Uh, and there's so, a hell of a lot more action. We're, we're prepped for a hell of a lot more action in this one, which I'm very excited about. And I will say very quickly, uh, I'm not going to spoil anything for anybody, but the Dune books go from like sci-fi, like normal-ish sci-fi, as normal as you can get when there are giant man-eating worms. Mm-hmm. And, but they go off the gosh dang rails for sure. And some stuff happens that like, even when you read it, you're like, okay, <laughs> uh, sure. That's <laughs> cool. Think we'll see that on screen. I, that's what I'm hoping for. Like I, mm. I do want it to get weird. I know that yeah. uh, getting weird is not a overly popular thing to do when you're in a huge blockbuster movie that costs millions and millions of dollars. but. Uh, you know, the weirder it gets, I think, the more I will like it. And speaking of Dune Part 2 with Austin Butler in it, uh, he is also starring in a trailer that came out this week, uh, the TV show on Apple TV uh, produced by Tom Hanks and Steven Spielberg, Masters of the Air, mm. a, uh, a a spiritual successor to Band of Brothers and the Pacific, uh, going to come out January 26th, 2024. And this one I'm very excited about. Uh, yeah. This has been in the works for years. I remember hearing about this when the Pacific was airing, and that was a number of years ago. Um, yeah, I, Band of Brothers is easily my favorite miniseries I've ever seen. Uh, HBO did an amazing job with it. Pacific was also very good. Not quite as good, but still held on its own. And it the shift to Apple TV Plus is interesting to me. 
because HBO does such an amazing job with these miniseries. I'm curious what the motive was aside from, I mean, probably it's just money, right? <laughs> Is that, that's probably where we, why we're landing here. Yeah, it's a cruise ship full of money, Adam. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and and the it looks amazing. Like they definitely have a killer special effects department. Like, and for a movie like this, you're either going to do it for real, like Top Gun Maverick, which proved to be uh, an amazing way to film movies like that, or you have killer CGI with massive explosions, and like that's what we're going to see. And I'm just very excited because i love these like historical retellings of these events i i'm excited i'm excited for it i no. do have i think austin butler is a little annoying i think yeah, he plays can one it. character in every movie and it's basically like a poor man's elvis which was pretty good <laughs> for when he played elvis but literally a new movie called priscilla is coming out where I saw the trailer for that too, and the guy playing Elvis, who's in Euphoria, looks like a way better Elvis. And uh, just you know, my personal opinion, but uh, I don't know. Austin Butler has that. Uh, he's always squinting, and every word yeah. he says is, mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he did not do that though. In Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, he was Tex in that movie. Yeah, and it was. Uh, I mean, like he had a Southern accent, whatever. But it was a very different type of character than all ever since he did elvis that's all you can hear now because it was such a huge movie for him that's um, true once upon and a he time also looks like him <laughs> i know i i love that movie i loved his character in it but he started shooting masters of the air four days after elvis wrapped and <laughs> oh, well there you go <laughs> i think it shows in the trailer you're like is that is that a bad impression he, of elvis he, he's yeah he's still in elvis mode he's in elvis mode i understand yeah. It's just a mode you can't get out of very easily when you're just full on Elvi. Oh, um, come on. Yeah. Man. I wonder if he'll throw one of those into a cool move while he's uh, driving a very uh, piloting, perhaps a very old plane. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. A lot, a lot of good trailers came out this week. Yeah. And then to wrap up the trailer talk in our Discord, and you can join our Discord by subscribing to our Patreon on patreon.com slash H-B-O-B-O-I-Z. We posted uh, just fun uh, mashup trailers, and uh, I'm sure people have seen these before. Uh, the Austin Powers mashed up with Mass Effect video game. Um, the Breaking Bad mashed up with uh, Avengers uh, Endgame. Uh, and... Um, there is another one, uh, Last of Us and Always Sunny, which has been making its round on social media. It is whoever came up with that is so goddamn good. Yeah. So you can check that out uh, on our Discord. If you join the Patreon, patreon.com slash H-B-O-B-O-Y-Z. It's a dollar mm. a month, and you get to be on the Discord and hear these podcasts ad-free and days Yay. earlier. Pretty cool. Uh, also, let's now go to Boys Watch, where we discuss what we've been watching this week. And uh, as I've been finding out, kind of a half good segment because we watch things long term. So like for three weeks in a row, it's been sort of the same answer. But I have a new answer today. Although, to be fair, have still been watching Modern Family. It's really great. Except yep, for I hate and, and I'm going to I'm going to get this part out of the way too. have also continued to watch Holiday Baking Championship. It's great. Not going to talk yeah. about it. Um, I f did finish Squid Game The Challenge. Oh, yeah. Very good. That The last like three or four episodes of that show were so cutthroat, dude. If you haven't watched it yet, it's. I think it's worth watching if you watch the Squid Game show. 
they did an excellent job on that show. And then the last thing for me, because I didn't really watch a lot this week, I did watch that Mike, Mike Birbiglia special, The Man in the Old Man in the Pool. Yeah. Excellent. Very, very good. Top notch Birbiglia. Anyway, your turn. Top notch Birbigs, dude. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, something I actually watched like two or three weeks ago, and I don't even, I have no idea how I didn't bring it up. Uh, the documentary Love Has Won, The Cult of Mother God. <gasps> yes, you and I talked about this, I think. It opens, and <laughs> it's the police, it's body camera footage, and they're entering a house, and they're like, where's mother, and where's the kids? And a crazy man is like, well, the kids are sleeping, they're over there, mm. and mother is at rest. And he does like a <laughs> bow. Like, he talks to the police like, you shouldn't be talking to the police. Like, he's way too lax in, yeah. a, uh, in a situation in which he's about to be arrested. But uh, they go around a corner into mother's room and she, yeah, she is at rest. She's deceased. She's so at rest, <laughs> covered in like ornaments and she's blue. Oh, boy. And at first you're like, oh, they painted her blue. Nope. That's mm -hmm. just her body now. <laughs> That's what she is. How did she get blue, perhaps? Well, you have to watch the rest of that three-part documentary, which oh, I highly boy. recommend. It yeah. uh, is a great portrait of like, the modern American cult, the online version of cults. Well, I, I don't know. I, in my head, when I think of cults, I just think of like uh, dudes with guns on top of mountains and, sure. <laughs> uh, and, and getting people the old fashioned way just by word of mouth. But in this instance, it was just a lady making YouTube videos with a headset. And she went to like an Airbnb one day and was like, making videos where it's like, come on down. And people did. And then they started Whoa. a pyramid scheme. And uh, and it's a real thing. And by the way, the some of the people in that cult still make YouTube videos that Jesus. are completely unhinged. And Oh, my uh, God. I am excited to watch that. It's bonker sauce. And I look, forward to your, I look forward to your uh, review. And the last thing I'll say is Reacher Season 2 comes out today. Mm. Oh, okay. And I am so excited. Alan Richson reprising his role as uh, a giant uh, adept dude who uh, wanders <laughs> through life. Yeah. <laughs> wanders through life doing good deeds and, and helping the public silently and without a social security card because he's a man of the wind. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I got to wrap up the last two or three episodes of the first season, then I'll. I'll get into Reacher season two, but I do have to watch Loki season two first. I told you I would. Ooh. So um, I, I will do that first. I really, really appreciate that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, pretty cool stuff. Come back next week. <laughs> uh, it will be our Christmas episode all about Ooh. Christmas. We'll be doing a, uh, a secret Santa. Adam and I have bought gifts for each other and we will be opening them live on the podcast. Very cute. Uh, so that'll be really neat. And, you know, we'll just be celebrating all things Christmas. Perhaps talk about uh, our, our favorite Christmas movies, favorite yeah. episodes of television about Christmas, favorite Christmas songs. Just, you know, mostly stuff about Christmas. Christmas. So, <laughs> <laughs> but the Secret Santa part is the part you definitely want to come for because I'll be. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. And uh, yeah, you can listen to that episode and all of them 
Uh, again, ad-free and earlier if you join our Patreon. Also, if you do so, Adam will read your name at the end of all the podcasts that we do. And it's whatever name you give him, which is fun. And uh, here's that right now. <laughs> it's so fun. Thank you so much. Sunshine, Connor O'Dowd, Jamie Lochner, Adam Donging Ryan, Chris Wood, Brent Ginn, Craig, John Jewers, Major Woody, Butter Nichols, Susan, and Buffalo Pizzle. And an ex- extra special, I always mess that up, extra special thank you to Sunshine and Brent Ginn for being our $5 a month tier patrons. Uh, thank you for the extra money you give us. And if anyone else wants to become a higher tier patron, I will call you out. You'll get special treatment and um, nothing extra, but special treatment nonetheless. <laughs> and um, yeah, that's... Uh, that's the people. So subscribe and I'll say your name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to end today. I, you know, I usually come up with like a post Patreon bit so that people feel the need to stay through the bit uh, or through the uh, ad read basically of the, sure. the Patreon because uh, yeah. I want them to hear that part and then think to themselves, oh boy, maybe I should actually do that. Um, so I try to come up with a bit post and this is sort of just me stalling because I got nothing. So really not bringing um, any value here well I'll, you know what i'll give one one extra little nugget um oh, because i, I did nuggets. forget i did forget i did watch one other thing this week and it was just it was so lovely um and it what there's it's not like a show or anything that you can watch you know multiple episodes it was hannah waddington's christmas special and hannah waddington is uh the woman who played uh, the boss in ted lasso um the boss of afc richmond i rebecca that's her name and yeah, you have uh, a tattooed she, on your body yeah, yeah yeah for sure and she had a really just really fun and very heartfelt christmas special where she sang she had a bunch of guests on there was a bunch of cast members from ted lasso it was just very nice and um uh if you like that kind of thing it's on apple tv plus very good so that uh that's another little piece of content for you there patrons Thank you for that nugget, dude. Yeah, you know, I like nugs. What's your favorite nugget dipping sauce? Barbecue. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, it's barbecue. <laughs> I like the honey packets. Is that, is that, uh, is, I do love you hate honey. that? Or? I love, I love the honey. <laughs> okay. You regret not picking the honey packet? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I love me a good honey packet. Yep. Yeah. <laughs>